you are the youngest daughter of the famous Hart family uh, from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, the iconic wrestling family. Daughter of Stuart and Helen Hart, and eight uh, eight boys in the family, four girls. All eight brothers were professional wrestlers, am I right? And the four sisters were married to professional wrestlers, am I right? Yeah. Tell me, what was it like growing up in this environment? It was incredible. Uh, you know, 12 mm-hmm. kids growing up, and uh, I was number 11, number one twice. Uh, <laughs> I was number 11. My brother Owen was number 12. And my mom's uh, mother was uh, a Greek. Uh, she emigrated from Greece in 1898, I believe, to New York City. And... Uh, um, full Greek, and then my mother's father was uh, Irish, mm-hmm. uh, Harry Smith, who I happened to name my son after because I mm-hmm. became Diana Smith. Before all of the wrestling success in the family, who you know, you talked about Harry Smith, your grandfather on your mother's side. He was he the original superstar in the family? Yes, he was. Doesn't get very much uh, credit. I get well, he does when it's brought up, but. He was an Olympic marathon runner, and he ran and uh, represented the United States in long-distance running in the 1912 Olympics in, in Stockholm. Stockholm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, uh, my dad said he was the sweetest man he ever met. She was a d- gifted child, honestly. She was, um, she was born uh, very premature and... You know, they didn't even give her much hope. They they didn't think she was going to make it at all. And um, a nurse that was sort of like a, a home nurse was just would not give up on my mom. But pretty much everyone uh, said she's not going to make it. So, um, they, isn't they, that, isn't that incredible? You're, you're talking about the, this nurse and the huge role this nurse that nobody really knows about has no. played in your family history. If that yeah. didn't happen. How different the story could be. Oh yes, it would have. It, it, yeah, that's a, an excellent. You've got great insight, Eugene. <laughs> that would have, would have been altogether different. I, but they, she started school and she's small and the glasses and stuff. And it turns out she's gifted. She's just a. Uh, she's like one of these, um, you know, little violinists that you know can play the violin like they were you know, playing it for a thousand years, Um, you know, she was just a little genius. And then she ended up becoming the first female in New York City to to be accelerated, like put ahead a grade. And so she was really small with the the bigger kids. And uh, (laughs) then they said, well, yes, she is. She is a genius, but she, you know, she'll never have kids, though. Who was the craziest person, like the most famous person you remember walking through your doors? And this was just normal, just to meet your dad or to train with him. Uh, it would have been Andre. Oh, wow. Andre the Giant. Um, he fit through the door? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was a giant. And, and I was I was littler than that. I was terrified of him. And, uh, you know, he didn't, that was, he didn't want to scare me. Uh, Owen was with me. Mm-hmm. And... We just, oh, well, I just remember looking up at him like, you know. You, how, how tall was your dad, Diana? He was uh, just under six feet tall. He had massive, massive shoulders, mm-hmm. and such a big, big neck mm-hmm. and big, huge hands. Thick. Yeah, he's just so impressive to look at. 
But um, Davey, the point of that is that Davey, when he and I got married, he fit. This is what I'm actually, let me just back up a little bit because this was my next question. You, you of course, start, you went on to date and marry Davey, as you call him. So to people watching this, we're talking about the British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith. Um, so tell me, how did you first meet? How old were you? I was 17 and Davey was 18 when I met Davey that he right. was the, the one. I was, I actually saw his picture in my dad's files in the office. Uh -huh. um, I used to do that. I get, I go through the, the mail, the fan mail and stuff. My mom was, uh, she was so organized. Just, anyway, she, sometimes she'd show me the odd fan letter. Did she ever show you my one? <laughs> she, she maybe, maybe. She, uh, she, she might've, um, cause I know you phoned the house. Um, I, I'll tell this story in a moment. Yeah. Uh, so, um, there was one letter uh, that happened to have been from England. This isn't Davy's letter, but um, mm. it was the way the English pronounced things. It was Stu Art, A R T. Oh, okay. And my yes. mom thought that was so uh, cute. You know, she said, "Look at look at this letter, darling." And um, so I, I used to go through some of the the fan mail and um, the wrestlers wanting to come into Calgary, and, and then when I saw it. Davy's letter. It was actually Davy's father, Sid, that wrote the letter, and then the I don't know five by seven colored pictures, a handwritten letter. I remember the the British Post on the stamp. My nephew is uh, uh, Thomas Billington. He works for you. Um, my son David is much like his style. Uh, anyway, I saw the pictures of him, and I just thought, oh my gosh, this guy is so handsome. Dad, you got to hire him. <laughs> yeah. I kind of had it in my head, like, when he comes to Calgary, even though it was forbidden, that the girl, oh. especially the baby girl of the family. So this was a rule, was it? This was yeah. a rule. I, Don't get involved with the wrestlers. Okay. We didn't uh, follow it, but, I mean, I, I no, was... Nobody followed it. it. No. <laughs> Ellie married Jim and the, you know, she sort of, she started the, she started it. The trend. <laughs> she started it. Sibling rivalry here. We're talking about getting involved with wrestling. You were involved with many storylines. The biggest storyline, SummerSlam 92, Wembley Stadium, your brother Brett versus your husband Davey. So, I mean, we all have our memories of this as a fan. But from your point of view and from Davey's point of view and, and living with Davey on the build-up to this fight, what, what was it like? What was it like in your house at that time? Um... It was overwhelming and nerve-wracking. and Because it's the greatest match in history, in my opinion. Awesome. Certainly my favorite. It is. Thank you. I have one, mm. uh, one of mine, too. I mean, it is my my favorite. I, that whole the atmosphere, the whole package. Mm -hmm. The fall brawl in 1998, I believe it was, the, where the staph infection kicked in with his back. He, he technically broke his back, but didn't treat it for a long time. Is that right? He didn't know it was broken. Right. He didn't okay, know. so tell me a bit about this. Uh, it was a really awful time. You know, he, he just, he, you know, he, like Buster Keaton, uh, that old uh, silent movie star, mm -hmm. he broke his neck and didn't know it. You know, then they showed it on when he had this, like a ton of water coming down on it while he's standing underneath it. And he broke his neck and continued on for 
years without even knowing it. And then, wow. So Davey had the, had his back. Um, he broke his back on that steel trap door. I, I mean, when you know it's there, you can kind of, like when you know there are things there, you can brace yourself somewhat mm-hmm. or kind of prepare. But nobody knew that that door was under the canvas. So he'd been slammed on it a couple of times and like the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, he just had, had had a lot of, uh, stress on his back. Uh, I mean, did, I, did the company, I, I don't want to get into the technical legal side of things, but did the company accept any responsibility for this? Any wrongdoing? No, no. And if wow. Davey had been, uh, that kind of person, which he wasn't, um, he could have chased this. Yeah, like my dad. It wasn't intentional. It, you know, they didn't put that in there so that, you know, they're hoping someone would break their back. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. but uh, someone else may have, uh, you know, just gone ahead and sued. But it just wasn't Davy's nature to do that. Um, sure, I understand. Okay, but then I mean to deal with the pain. It, he had, this is where a lot of problems began. Uh, he was on morphine and he got hooked on the morphine. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. So, so at what point, at what point did you think his usage of, of morphine was, was getting out of hand, that it was too much? And did he acknowledge it himself? Uh, he did. Uh, okay. Finally. Uh, uh-huh. So he progressed rapidly his, his uh, dependency on, on morphine and, I got, I had the, I, I had the, a breakdown, um, I pretty, yeah, it was bad, it was, was a bad, uh, Tough time. scene, the whole thing, and I ended up, uh, I, I knew there was something going on, and I just, and I would tell people, and they wouldn't listen to me, and, uh, just, things were just getting, because I don't want to sound like I'm I'm a a weakling or neurotic. No, not at all. You've been through a lot. Or attention, or, you know. But I I had been through a lot, and Davy had been through a lot, and together we've been through a lot. But I just I I had a breakdown, and I I took a um, hundred. Now I don't know I I don't know how many I actually swallowed. Probably. 70 or 80 I don't but of, of his Xanax and um, I, in the middle of the night because I, I was he was out of it and and you know and I wasn't I wasn't like just like having a little you know I, I it was a serious thing I, and I think there's there was uh I mean, if we look into it more, there's just, there was a lot of things going on and sure. uh, but I just couldn't, couldn't handle it anymore. And nobody would believe me that Davey had, but as I found out over, over time, you know, there was a lot of people involved in this addiction that Davey okay. had and, and that's why they wouldn't validate me. Um, uh-huh. Okay. It, it would have also involved uh, revealing their involvement in it and, mm-hmm. I just felt a lot of betrayal and uh, sure that's understandable I, and I just I, I could not 
reach Davey. I just couldn't. And he, he was in so much pain, but I, I was, um, mad at everybody and I was in a really bad way. And so I ended up, uh, you know, committing suicide was what happened. And, um, and I was screaming at Davey and just, I see you almost dead every day and look at this. You can, now it's your turn. Like I, I was so mad at him. And so I took as many as I could fit. I had a, it was, they were Davey's um, Xanax and I couldn't fit the whole hundred. You know, I just like took them all and tried to swallow them. And then, uh, you know, in that instant, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, you know, that obviously if I'd had that, no, you know, Diana, you know, get a hold of yourself. Mm-hmm. It was after, like, a couple of minutes after I took them. And then okay. I said, oh, like, oh, yeah. what what have I done? And I'm screaming at Davey, and he's, he, he's trying to figure out what is going on. And, you know, he, he's not coherent. And he was upset, but he, you know, he was kind of paralyzed because of his... Sure, he couldn't do know, anything. He couldn't. And I called 911. That's the uh, emergency number here. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just tried to, I just took a hundred, a hundred of my husband's annex. And I remember saying, I don't want to die. And I, they said, you know, uh, where are you? Uh, that basically gave me some, these simple instructions. Mm-hmm. Give me, give us your address. Um, Get dressed if you're not dressed. Uh, turn your light on and unlock your door. And okay. uh, so I went. I remember going downstairs uh, at the house, this beautiful house that we had, and um, waiting down there with the little bulldog Mary Legs and my cat Dempsey in this rocking chair, which was in the music room um, at the front of the house. And uh, just and I don't remember anything until. Uh, so you did pass out. Yeah, and then they they said that I was I was gone uh, like a few times, and then oh. they, they put the defibrillators on me. And mm-hmm. but I, I sometimes wonder, Eugene, if I have a you know like I do take after my dad in speech, mm-hmm. but um, sometimes I wonder if I have problems from that now because I. Okay. Like when I go on a running machine, I don't have a heart, a proper heartbeat. But when you get your pulse, uh-huh. that like a, a heart murmur now is like the regular heartbeat. Okay, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't yeah. affect me like you know I'm I'm uh, weak or anything. But I I think that I did have some damage from that. Um, okay, and I woke up uh, a couple of days later. I don't remember. Uh, but I do, I remember Owen being at the hospital with Martha mm-hmm. and, um, my sister Georgia had brought me some soup, chicken soup. And, uh, it was someone who was feeding me the soup or apple juice or something. And I just threw up in front of Owen and, um, <laughs> that was, and Owen gave me a sort of a, a what was a stern lecture. Um, <laughs> and he said, you can't do that again. Not not throwing up, but yeah, of course, of course. You know, we, a more serious issue. Yeah, and he just said, "You, you know, we're gonna get this. You know, we're gonna get it sorted out, Diana." And uh, 
it was decided that Davey needed to go into rehab. And he, so uh, my friend set that up and then Brett came and talked to Davey about, you know, in case Davey said, no, I'm not going because we didn't really know sure. what. How he'd react. What, how he, he would react. And um, anyway, so he went uh, the day after Christmas and he stayed in there till after the end of January. So he was in there six or seven weeks in Grand Prairie. And, um, and then when he, I, I remember him phoning me and he had like a couple of weird stories where he, he said he appreciated me coming up to visit him and I hadn't been up there, but he is imagining oh, it. Okay. And he said that, uh, Kevin Nash had been up mm -hmm. which, and I actually thought Kevin Nash had been up and I was like, wow, that was you know, pretty decent of Kevin to fly all the way up to. Grand Prairie, Alberta, which is like you. But he wasn't, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came out of there, and uh, shortly after that, his. So we're still talking about the Davy's break in his back. Mm -hmm. So he gets through the rehab, and he still has got this incredible pain. Like you know, now now there's no drugs buffering okay. it. Um, so what? So what's the alternative there? If they cannot give him something he's addicted to, what do they give him instead? Nothing. 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 They, they threw him out of the hospital in Calgary when he got back. Um, they threw him out. They said, "You, you know, get out of here. You're you're coming here looking for drugs and a fix." And I don't even know if they knew he'd been in rehab, but they mm -hmm. wouldn't. They didn't give him the time of day. And another thing that he was dealing with, which was this. I think for him, as bad as his back was that his mother had just died. Okay. And then he flew on the, the first flight he could get out. He just And his sister died pretty close to his mom yeah. as well in around this time? She died uh, just before my incident. I remember her walking out to the ring with him a couple of times. Diana, I hope it's okay that I'm asking you all these questions. Because oh, I know, as I said, you've been through a lot. Your family has been through a lot. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know talk about the positives of course as well um so i want to ask you about your brother owen okay now owen very sadly lost his young life in i believe it was may 1999 when a planned stunt went wrong now i was watching this event live with my mom i remember and then the tv just went black and you'd hear the commentator jim ross saying this isn't in the script that was a frightening moment just from us watching it on tv at home I don't want to get into the ins and outs of pointing the finger, who's to blame. I'll leave that for other people to talk about. What I would just like to ask you about is Owen as a person, because I've heard, I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say a bad word about him. So just tell me something we've never heard about Owen Hart. Your brother, Owen. He was quite a prankster as well with Davey, yeah. wasn't he? They were yeah. very close. Yeah, they were, uh, he was mischievous. And Davey and Owen were a notorious little pair when they get together. Uh, you know, they they had a real uh, camaraderie on the on the road, and you know, playing pranks on people. You know, mm -hmm. they couldn't sleep, so their healthy <laughs> way of uh, working around that was, you know, prank phone calling people in the middle of the night. You know, sell them on a pizza deal and late at night or early <laughs> in the morning. And the woman's like, "I've got a flight to catch in the morning, Tony. I don't need any pizza." He's like, ma'am, just hear me out. I'm working on commission here. You know, just trying to make a living. But he's like, don't your finger into uh, accepting this pizza. It's never going to get delivered. Mm -hmm. He's like, ma'am, 
please, I wish you'd work with me here. You know, I got to put my manager on the phone now. So then Davey gets on the phone and he's got this uh, very convincing um, East Indian accent. And he's like, you know, why, why don't you want to have our pizza? You know, we have very good pizza, very good ingredients. And, and she's like, no, it's not that I don't like your pizza. I just, I, I have a flight to catch in the morning. And <laughs> so, so they hang up and then phone her again. And then uh, he's like, Owens again, ma'am, I just calling to apologize for my behavior earlier. And my manager here, he just wants to apologize and make sure that you're not going to file a formal complaint. And, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not. And then Davy gets back on, and uh, anyway, I wanted Davy had a had a real um, bond, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of the best memories I have are uh, you know in wrestling are are when they were together, and I was wrestling or you know managing them. I was just the perfect timing. You know, they, mm -hmm. they got put together as tag team champions, and then fighting for the European belts and trying to please everybody. I know his his. Um, Martha was wanting him to be home more often. Uh, mm -hmm. He even did take a job before returning to do this big angle with its storyline with Brett as the, you know, brother versus brother in the cage match in 1994. Mm, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. That was, that was seeing that life was <laughs> something else. But yeah, you know, one day he went back to, uh, he was in university. He's going to become a phys ed teacher, which really would have not done Owen justice. He would have mm -hmm. been a great teacher, but um, he was so much more. Oh yeah, and yeah. He, he to appease the family style that um, you know he thought I'll, I'll he applied for the Calgary Fire Department, uh -huh. and uh, he couldn't get on there. Um, it was difficult, uh, and you know the the requirements are pretty stringent. He couldn't get on. I think it had to do with him uh, not having perfect eyesight. Oh, really? He okay. couldn't get on there. He was landscaping, you know, doing all these things to, to so that he could be at home. And it's like, you know, it just occurred to him. It's like, I, I could be making a lot of money and doing something that I'm good at and that I love. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of born. Well, not kind of. He was born into it. And um, yeah, yeah. he was exceptionally good at it. And Talk to me about Brett. First of all, how is he doing? Because you know I love Brett as well. Childhood hero of mine. He's doing really well. Um, Good. Uh, he's a, a great grandfather. He's loving his grandbabies. I think COVID, this crazy COVID, has forced everybody to you know yes. have to do things out of their homes. But uh, I think he's even closer than he ever was with his kids and his grandkids. And his name is officially in my own name. I adopted it in my confirmation when I was 11 years of age. So my full name is after my two grandfathers and your brother, Eugene Charlie Brett Horan. So, so yeah, it's official. It's official. Um, so I always had a huge fondness for Brett. And I always, you know, you never want your favorite wrestler to lose a, a fight. But I always said, if he has to lose, let it be to Davey. So, so I was happy for SummerSlam as well. <laughs> Good. By the way, can you see my my shirt? Oh, I love it. You like it? Yeah. Legend maker. I don't know if you've ever seen this before. Where am I going? This side. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Nice, isn't it? Where have you ever seen it? that before? I have you never? Have, have you not? Okay. So ask your brother to give you one. This I got this from Brett's website. Oh wow. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? It's a really nice design. Legend maker. So what's the year? I'm reading it backwards here. 1951. Uh huh. 
Oh, yeah, it's a great design. I love this shirt. That's oh. nice. I will um, put in an order with Brett or his daughter and get that pronto. Oh, t- tell him his sister deserves a freebie. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I get some <laughs> benefits out of being uh, his annoying Absolutely. little sister. <laughs> Georgia and Harry, they're doing a wonderful job at keeping Davy's legacy as strong as ever. Uh, so no doubt you're very proud of them. But I, I really admire him. I think he's doing a wonderful job of honoring the name and uh, the next generation. And he's a wonderful athlete as well for a guy that he's so big. How tall is Harry? Six, 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 five. six, five. Wow. Very agile. Incredible athlete. His grappling skills are um, right up there with my dad's. He is so passionate about the the submission wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I wouldn't like to see Harry lose it, like get so mad. He's got so much strength, and uh, he's like he's like Einstein with with wrestling. He's he's got he's an architect with it. He, and, he uh, is, you know what? Because I see on social media, he, he would have, he would show sometimes his notes. Uh, like he, like he really studies the, as a fine art, he, like it's in, like ingredients. He, he, yeah. he masters all these different aspects of the game. And to see a guy six foot five, I don't know what he weighs, but he's doing backflips and everything. It's very impressive. The best thing out there is just like the, could be the most dominating uh, tree in the forest, but, Nobody knows because it's in the forest. You know, it needs to, ah. we need to get. Nice way to explain, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hope he's, he, uh, I think the world would see him best through, through the WWE. Um, I, I would agree. I, I would agree with you. But, but again, that's not for yeah. me or you to decide. Yeah. No, as long as he's happy as well. As long as he's happy yeah, as well. He's happy. I know he's frustrated with COVID, but. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Diana, let me ask you quickly about Georgia. Uh, she's doing a, a fantastic job as well with the official uh, British Bulldog uh, social media platform. She, I know the fans really, myself included, really appreciate um, like the ultra rare photos and, and, and behind the scenes footage. And we feel as fans closer to Davy. She's doing a wonderful job. So please pass that on to her um, oh, well. fr- from me. Yeah, she's doing a great job. She's also a voiceover artist. Is that right? This interests yeah. me because I do some of this. She and Harry, um, but I think George is just just a a little better. I don't know. They're both <sighs> gifted with these. They can do these voices. Um, so can you? I know where they get it from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's great at it. Very talented um, with her voice, her character voices, and you know those two. They're they're living uh, together in Tampa and and uh, having. Uh, I think bringing out the best in each other, and uh, I think Davy would be really happy to see how they're, um, you know, helping each other out. And Georgia will. Uh, uh, it's funny during the COVID because uh, things, you know, you're living in like a thousand square feet and mm-hmm. can't go anywhere. And so Harry's just diving into the, learning his, you know, Japanese. He's very good at it, but he's always carrying on. So. Mm-hmm. Georgia had a bunch of, uh, I think it was having an aggravating week. And she's a very patient person, but she's just having one of those weeks <laughs> highlighted by a particularly aggravating day, particularly aggravating hour. So Harry's got the headphones on and he's doing the Rosetta Stone 
you know, level yeah. 10 or something, the highest you can go with it. And so he's like, and there's nowhere to go. She's just, and all she can hear is, She's like, I'm going crazy. Like, all I hear is Harry doing these. I can't hear what's going, you know, if you could at least hear the other side of it, you might even get. Of course, yeah, she's just hearing the noises. But also, if she can hear the other side, she might learn a bit. Yeah. yeah. She couldn't but, the internet at all, but it's all she can uh, just hear Harry's. And that went on for like two or three hours. And she's like, Mommy, I'm going crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. D Diana, okay, so I, we'll wrap up here now in a second. I just want to ask you quickly you're an established author yourself. Do you have any projects in the works? Anything I in the pipeline? Thanks for asking, Eugene. Of course. I, I do. I've got um, working on another wrestling, a, a novel, uh, Cauliflower Heart trilogy that I did a few years ago. Um, it's like extremely fulfilling for me, and uh, I love writing. I'm not the writer that my mom was, um, and I've heard that from people. That, that was my mom's thing, you know, why are you doing it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just take things maybe the wrong way, but it did mm -hmm. bug me when I heard a few people say that was uh, that was my mom's thing. That, you know, well, my my mother, my own mother, really enjoyed uh, your trilogy, which you very kindly send her signed copies. Oh. She she loves them, yeah. Oh, so she really enjoyed it. Well, tell tell Maria, I appreciate that. Tell I will, of course. I will, of course. Thank you very much. So, Diana, can, can I ask you, um, of course, Davy this year was to be inducted into the, the Hall of Fame, but then this year happened. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is being pushed back till next year, is that right? WrestleMania yeah. weekend? Okay. And as far as I know, it is going to be held in Tampa again, which would be fantastic yeah. because Harry and Georgia live there. And, and I think Davy's father, Sid, would, oh, great. would be in, open to coming it's a, it's a long fight for him, and mm -hmm. he's doing really, really well. Uh, still looks as handsome as ever, but it would be a lot for him to come out to see that, and I think emotional for him. But if it's in Tampa, where he felt like it was kind of a home for him, because Davy and I lived there for six years during our heyday, kind of. Uh, it's in Tampa, as far as I know, and they're going to redo twenty twenty as 2021 so in the history okay. books, it'll be interesting yeah, well, to see what they do but I don't it will be interesting and i'd like to know because on the painting i have 2020. <laughs> i might have oh, to well, change it <laughs> I, I, i'll keep it it might become historical well there you go that's true you know in years to come some kid will say oh there's a mistake no 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 sit down yeah. i'll tell you a story yeah <laughs> That's true. So, Diana, I, I know D Davy is buried in in his in Manchester, isn't it? In his home uh, in Walborn. In the, oh yes, uh, in the little uh, um, behind the, the church in Walborn. Yes, and I mean when, when when things get back to normal, because Manchester is like a second home to me because I love going to the the football games, Manchester United. So I'm making a promise to myself: next time I can get over there, I want to go and visit the grave. And he's, next, he's buried next to his mom, Joyce, mm -hmm. and his sister, Tracy. So Very uh, nice. He's, he's with, he's home. He's at peace, for yeah. sure, for sure. Diana, I have taken up far too much of your time today. Uh, thank you so much. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I did too. 
I look forward to putting this together for you and sharing it with everyone. So thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. And again, I hope I didn't change your plans by holding you up too long. No, it's it's an honor to be interviewed <laughs> by you, Eugene. Oh, thank you. thank you so much. Well, thank I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Okay, Diana. I, I'll see you around or square. and um, <laughs> We will talk yeah. soon. Thanks. Thank you, time. Diana. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you.